cliffcentral.com. Hello and thank you for tuning in to Leadership Books Unpegged with Superlead. Um, how about you consider this? Have you ever wanted to read more books but you simply just don't have the time? Imagine you could read a business or leadership book per week. How amazing will that be? A lot of us have these demanding jobs and countless responsibilities. So our bookshelves end up with more books that we intend to read than those that we've read. My name is Mandach Flaro. I'm the CEO at Superlead, which is a strategy consulting and leadership coaching organization. And on this show, we deep dive into a leadership topic which we anchor in a book that we feature per episode. And we share actionable insights to advance your leadership excellence. And normally I'm joined on studio by Ngovile Ngovo, um, but uh, this week she's traveling. She is in Canada as we speak. But we are joined today by my colleague Rulani Baloi. Rulani, welcome to the show. Hi, Amanda. Thank you for having me on the show. I'm excited to unpack this week's book. Excellent. And um, you do so much behind the scenes for this show. <laughs> and like today, you have sort of been... Uh, Pushed to the front. Yeah, to the, to the front. Rulani does so much work um, in the background to make this, this show really happen. Uh, so we're grateful for all your hard work behind the scenes. You're welcome. More so today um, on studio. So... Um, so today we want to talk about this, this, this critical idea, which is really for organizations to grow, for your team to do better, um, and for really for, for small, medium-sized organizations to even scale. Mm-hmm. Um, what's critical is scaling leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get there, before we get there, um, as I said in last week's episode, we have this fantastic news that we would like to share with all of you, our listeners. We have got this upcoming Leadership 100, uh, Super Lead 100 Leadership Summit, which will be on Saturday, the 9th of April. Yes, very uh, excited for that event. Can you tell us more about the speakers? Yeah, and uh, and also you do a ton of work behind <laughs> the organizing that. So, so, uh, so these are the speakers that you've worked so hard to kind of... Um, Bring on board um, the summit. We we have themed it "Make Your Mark," mm. and we have l- pre- we have literally brought in world class South African speakers, yeah. um, and these include Yolanda Nguba. Mm. Who, you know, is a, is a vice president, um, at MTN group, uh, Poshia Mgomezulu, who started a skin solution business, mm-hmm. uh, called Poshia M, which most of you are familiar with. And now her brand and is, is a household brand in 13 countries. That's from, amazing. From a kitchen. To 13 countries. Sheesh. I think that's, 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 that's what I'm talking about. Yes. Making your mark. Uh, Melvin Lubega is built this ad tech uh, startup platform. Mm-mm. It's now valued at over 15 billion rand. 15. Yeah, with Sheesh. the B. With the B. Uh, the, 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 that startup is a unicorn, um, uh, if, if it were. Um, Aisha Pando, most, most people are familiar with her. Mm. She's a co-founder at Sweep South. 
also a South African business that now you, you know it's it's operating in in many other African countries. Ntlanta Jamini, mm-hmm. um, the founder of the Meneli Group, and the legendary Abdullah Verashia, who's a, just a global speaker, well sought after strategist, and is a colleague of mine who um, lectures at Gibbs, and he also lectures at Harvard Business School. Wow, that's a phenomenal lineup! I can't wait till the event. <laughs> yeah. Where can people purchase the tickets? Yes. Yes, yes. Um, people can get their tickets on Quicket. They just search for Superlead Hundred, mm. um, and um, and they can just. There's two types of tickets. There's uh, the ones that are limited, which is in-person mm. uh, tickets. So people can go and be in the room with the speakers. Those of us that like to be in in person, and those that are not able to join for whatever reason, it mm. might be distance or otherwise. They can also join us virtually and there's a, there's a ticket there that they can buy for a virtual. So there's a, only a hundred of the in-person tickets, right? So people yeah. need to hire you. And, and there's like fuel <laughs> remaining. Yeah. So, so if you're listening to us, you may want to grab those few. Make that purchase. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, so, and then, and then the, the virtual ones, there's still, there's still plenty of tickets to be, to be bought there. Okay. Alright, so should we dive, dive into today's conversation? Yes, so today we'll be speaking about Scaling Leadership, written by Robert Anderson and William Adams. It looks at building organizational capability and capacity to create outcomes that matter the most. Sure. It's a mouthful. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. And, and before we start, Rulani, you know, when, when Nobile is here, mm-hmm. what we do is, um, you know, we do this conversation and there's a homework. Okay. So as you're listening today, like, be thinking Thinking about the homework, piece. the homework piece because that's coming. <laughs> um, there is a, there's no way of getting around. Uh, there's no way of getting around it. Yeah. And the idea with scaling leadership really is about maybe perhaps we can almost even start with the question um, to our listeners to say, do you feel that your level of leadership is where? Um, it should be, mm-hmm. right? Most organizations have got these great leaders or maybe you started a business and you're leading it, uh, but you haven't developed enough leaders. Yes. Um, you find teams that have got a leader, but they are not developing leaders. They're developing followers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, this comes out often. Most people consider themselves, yeah, you know, I develop leaders. I grow leaders under me. But do you really? Mm. Sheesh, that's such a powerful question. Yeah. And, 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 um, and hopefully we can peel the layers today mm-hmm. and we get to them to sort of the, some practical things one can do, yeah. uh, to scale leadership. No, let's dive straight into it. Good one. So, so the idea, the authors claim very, very, very clearly, right in the off, at the offset, is that to scale our organizations, we must scale leadership. Mm. Um, and, and they kind of say, hey, this is a natural process of growth. They almost liken a growth, um, of organizations and businesses almost like a seeds, yes. right? Um, you know, you, you can have a seed there that grows into a big tree. Yeah. Um, or you can have a seed that dies. Mm, mm, mm. Um, and similarly, organizations grow and die. 
at at the leadership level. Yes. Most of us are trying to scale systems and processes, and our producer is trying to scale her salary. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, when we were when we were talking here earlier to say which book are we doing today, she's like, "Yeah, let's scale the salary." <laughs> um, her birthday is coming on, on Monday. Monday. Yes, <laughs> I think a salary increase would be a great gift. <laughs> it, it would be a good scaling exercise. Um, and and the boss is over there listening, so I, I think. I think I think this will be I think this is a good one. This is the this should be your favorite show. And you were referring to seeds earlier on, so what we're doing right now is planting the seeds. Oh, we are planting the seeds. We are absolutely uh planting the seed. Um which is uh which is absolutely awesome. So 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 maybe just to dive in, um you know, the, this, the, the author speak about sort of, you have three levels of leadership. Mm. Um, and, um, and, and normally, you know, when you read this leadership literature, you know, there's, there's generally like eight or nine or ten yes, <laughs> of these yes, like yes. stages, et cetera, et cetera. But they kind of simplified it to say, you've got sort of a reactive leadership. Mm. You've got creative leadership. Yes. And you've got Integral leadership And literally You can grow from being Sort of a reactive leader To being a creative leader And then to becoming An integral leader Which is a pinnacle Which is like The Rulani level of (laughs) 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 This is like The Rulani level of leadership Um, And and, um, They they sort of say that I think at the integral level They they estimate Maybe less than 5% of people Are sort of leading At that level Um, So And you know This is sort of like Your sort of super transformative um, Leadership space um, uh, Which Which very few of us Are likely to get there And therefore The book is literally the bulk of the book is about how do you move from being a reactive leader to becoming a creative Creator. leader mm. and how do you do that at scale? Sheesh. Okay, I'm now really excited <laughs> to hear this. Can you unpack that further for us? Yeah, and I mean, I think it's probably worth noting that this is a heavy book. It is, it is. Um, yeah, I remember during the week working through this. Um, and we might end up having to do a two part series on, on this one because there's just so much to uncover, to unpack. And looking at the clock, I think it will be, um, it might be wise, uh, for us to sort of do this, um, over sort of two episodes yeah. uh, you rec- What do you reckon? It might be necessary But I just want to say that I really enjoyed this book Because it's fierce Because it tells you what to do yeah. How to do it yeah. And what not to do But it's also got a sense of compassion Because it's it's a case of Oh, you've reached your limits to scaling your own leadership In an yeah. individual capacity or collectively And it's a, like, welcome to the club You know <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> It's well, normal to be here Yeah, and we as, we as the author are also battling with the with the with the same with the same challenges. Exactly. And to to sort of really build a case a little bit more is that we are now leading, and we find ourselves in this you know as you will know in this VUCA world things are are volatile they are uncertain and and um, 
ambiguity mm. and it's just chaotic really yes. to to sort of lead um and you know if you if you if you throw in the 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 pandemic and just so many things that are shifting mm. sometimes as leaders we can find ourselves at a place where we are no longer you know we are a lead to what the organization can do and what the the team can achieve yes. because the organization demands more than our leadership can offer sure so there's a, a development gap of sorts there is a development gap mm-hmm. which is the the beautiful word that they they use in the book and um and they kind of have this thing i just loved it you know they they kind of say leaders bring the weather i just yes. <laughs> <laughs> um and that's why it's so important for leaders to really kind of lift their game mm-hmm. uh because uh, you a leader shows up their tone their mood their presence what they're focusing on their behaviors even small and large yes. all of that sort of creates a weather for the people around mm. um to kind of say okay no today let's not say much <laughs> you know he's uh, he's uh, today today just like you know tore the line this way today yeah. is not the day mm-hmm. um or some days you bring away that way people's like okay i think it's a good day let's <laughs> it's time to ask for the increase <laughs> so it impacts the team and the organization it impacts the team and the organization and the deal is it does this at every moment mm. um at every meeting at every engagement and most of us when when the demands of leadership have sort of outpaced our leadership level mm. the weather we bring is no longer matching um the demands and that creates a lot of tension sheesh oh. so now <laughs> So, as, as you're going, sheesh, maybe let's ask the, the, some, our listeners some of the questions. Um, as you lead your team, um, our listener, uh, what kind of weather do you bring? Um, are you aware of the weather you bring on Mondays mm. versus the weather you bring on Thursdays and maybe like on Friday afternoon? <laughs> um, and maybe most importantly, um, if you can sort of um, answer with us Is do you know how it impacts others And in what ways do you, do you, do you even know Whether you sort of that impact is intended or unintended mm. So this requires a lot of self-awareness Yeah yeah, and 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 talking about self awareness, the the authors kind of created um what they call sort of the leadership uh, circle profile, Mm-mm. um and they encourage everyone who sort of gets a copy of this book to do the assessment. Literally, the assessment helps you kind of figure out whether you are playing in the reactive leadership mm. space or creative leadership space. So they kind of call it a circle because you know on the upper on the upper half. It's the creative and the lower half, uh, you're playing on the, on the reactive circle. And then I think what's great about, about what they do is you get your assessment and then they also send you a developmental plan. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then mo- so they're not just leaving you to figure things out for yourself. Yeah. They're not just saying, ah, you're reacting. Yeah. You. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Your team is gone. Um, and then they sort of give you, um, they sort of give you the sort of the the development plan. They mm-hmm. base this on on eighteen creative competencies, um, and uh, you know you can work through that. The development plans are generally very good and actionable. Okay. So maybe that's one thing to perhaps um, uh, 
you may want to consider. And I know there's a lot of assessments out there to be done. <laughs> and, and there's probably this is one more to consider. <laughs> It's worth adding on the list. <laughs> it really is adding, uh, worth adding on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay, no, that's awesome. I think another thing that I that stood out for me as I was going through the book when they were speaking about the development gap yeah. is to say that there's nothing missing in you as a yeah. leader. There's no element that is wrong with you. Yeah, you know, it's just to say that you need to put an extra work to go from being reactive, what yeah. work to get you to that position, yeah. to something that's more effective and yeah. impactful for the organization. Absolutely, and it's our fundamental belief as well uh, at Superlead that we're not we're not fixing you as a Human being yes. because like you are fundamentally wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's things you can do to have a more positive intended consequences. Yes. Um, rather than sort of leveraging your strength and sort of the strength that's used reactively mm-hmm. sort of ends up looking like um, a weakness or something that gets in the way of your leadership and of success. I really I like that you you pull that one out of the book. Yeah. Because it, it comes up often, you know, people say, yeah, but like I'm, there's something wrong with me. And, and that's not the case. Uh, that's <laughs> absolutely not the case. And when you say, hey, there's a developmental gap, you know, mm. people are already kind of thinking, yeah, you know, fix me. I'm, I'm like broken no. and all of that stuff. <laughs> so um, what they actually said in the book is that... um you either reduce the world's complexity or increase your own complexity. Absolutely. You know, and Absolutely. that just summed it up so well for me. Absolutely. So, uh, the, you know, because of time, we won't cover all of these things, but just to st- stay true to the book, they, they have significant portion, uh, of the book where they talk about the conditions that are, that are need to be true mm-hmm. to can be able to sort of scale leadership. Um, they talk about sort of these deep relationships. Radical human system awareness and purposeful achievement and generative tension. So, so we won't touch that today because we got a lot to to cover. This book is rich. <laughs> Maybe we might cover this on on our on our second on our um, on on our second. Um, the second part On the second episode Yeah I would encourage the listeners To go back and just Have a look at those Because they are Important It's the core foundation yeah. For becoming a creative leader Yeah mm-hmm. So now I think You know We wanna kinda know Hey how do we do this eh? <laughs> Okay, our, our, our producer says, yes, how do we do this? Because we need that salary to grow. Yes. Um, so you want to speak about the three steps? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and just to anchor the three steps, you know, there's this, you know, age old question around, are leaders born? Um, is leadership bo- is something that you're born with or mm. is this something that you can learn? And, and I mean, absolutely, we believe it's something you can learn and whatever, you know, without trying to take sides, whatever sort of traits you bring with um, at birth, if it were, yes. they can also be improved and you can get better and, and better and better. Mm. So essentially, the question is, in our view, fundamentally flawed. It doesn't really matter whether um, you're born with it or or you learnt it. What's, mm. what's key is that you can improve. You can be a better, more effective leader. Yes. And in the words of, of the authors, you can be a more creative leader. Maybe, perhaps, you can get to the Rulani stage of leadership <laughs> You can be an integral leader <laughs> We can only hope <laughs> Okay, so let me outline the three steps quickly Then you can just take us through them yeah. The first step is to start with yourself The second is to develop leadership teams And the third is to build leadership systems Can you just 
take us into the the, the details are absolutely so let's start with um start with yourself mm. and i think this is the best place for pretty much everything uh you, you want to start uh, with self yeah and and it's more like lead self sort of you, then you can lead others and you can perhaps lead organizations mm. um and with starting with self the idea is you want to do a deep look within uh, to understand your strengths mm. um and from a creative leadership perspective what are the or like this leadership weather yeah. what are some of the liabilities that you bring to the room that that, that probably are some of the behaviors that you you bring to the room unaware mm. or reactively or you know out of some some instincts or anger or frustration or, or something like that yes. so you want to study that and you know it, it amazes me right so People have time to study everything else, mm-hmm. learn about everyone else. Yes. So we've got a, uh, our son is, is like, I think seven years old. Yeah. He, know, he probably knows everything there is to be known about Christian Ronaldo, right? <laughs> <laughs> like he's just, he just knows everything. And then Lionel Messi is just, and, and, and he's a big fan. Yeah. And you know, it's, you know, understandable if he doesn't know that much about himself, right? Yes. But, they are leaders who, in a similar fashion, know so much about all kinds of subjects. Yes. But they cannot spare an hour to even just do maybe a strength finder, to just find out their strength mm-hmm. or, or do an insights discovery or Enneagram or LCP or any of these MBTIs assessments or any of these profiles to just Hey, let me study me yes. in the same way that uh, uh, my, my son really like knows Ronaldo's <laughs> like the best shots and everything's and how high he can, he can, he can jump and hit the ball, all that kind of stuff. I think you really brought it home there. I mean, in order to be better, you need to know yourself. Yeah. And, and, and people aren't, uh, it just surprises me. You know, sometimes, you know, organizations will ask for, for the team, right? And they, they kind of do the the assessments. Yeah. And then, uh, and then we sort of send the reports and, um, and then you kind of, do a debrief and you realize the person hasn't read the report like <laughs> you've said this, uh, this report for two weeks this is about well, you point. Yes. <laughs> this is like this is like a, you know, a story of you yes. and, and this doesn't matter anyway so what's what's key there is you can um know your strengths mm. you can really know what how what you bring to the table yes. um you know some of your blind spots and all the kind of things and that sort of give rise to to kind of acknowledging the development gap yes um because everybody has one and if you feel you don't have one then you sort of cre- killing that that sort of development tension right mm. so you almost want to have you know okay i'm i'm here i'm operating at this level i want to operate there you know there's a bit of tension yes. that makes you grow right yes. and that 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 kind of pulls you forward to growth what happens in the instance where you don't know what your gap is or where you need assistance Can you reach out To other people No Ah So So why do you kind of Do all the other work Right mm. and Know yourself And some of these reports Will tell you some of the gaps um, And the most important thing Is you get feedback mm, mm, mm. Um, And what they kind of Talk about is 
if you really want to grow and be this creative leader, transformative leader, you want to, what the, the exact language is, you want to harvest your feedback rich environment. Yes, yes. There's, there's the people all over, um, that, that we work with, that we engage with. And, and it's amazing how we, in some instances, we have even thought of asking, Hey, how does this work? How do I show up? Um, how do you, what kind of weather do I bring <laughs> to this team? I think we overlook the, the importance of just asking for that feedback. Absolutely. Mm. Um, so, so feedback is key. And, um, my favorite one is this one. And then you focus. On the one big thing. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, you oftentimes you meet people and they, they're, they're in this journey and maybe they've been tapped on the shoulder for the executive role and they, they're like, yeah, you know, I need to work on this and that and that and that. <laughs> then you want to kind of stop and say, no, you can't work on all 17 things. Right? <laughs> yes, focus. <laughs> what is the focus? Just get one big thing mm. that, um, that you say, Hey, I'm going to blow the doors off mm. on this one. And then I'm going to sort of reach out for help. Not, not, there's always professional help you can get, yes. but the best possible help you get is from the people around you. So your team, your team, mm. because these are people you work with. They yes. care about you. They see you in action, right? Um, so you almost want to kind of say, Hey, Rulani, um, our producer, um, you know, Nobilem, I'm going to work on this one big thing, mm. which is, um, for, say, for instance, kind of becoming an active listener. Mm. Um, I, I, you know, I've kind of had feedback that, you know, I'm often distracted or multitasking. <laughs> yes. Yes, I agree. <laughs> it sounds like I'm getting feedback. <laughs> I'm solicited. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yes, thank you. <laughs> Feedback is a gift. Um, so, so then, then literally reaching out to, to the team around to say, whenever you see me kind of do that, you know, here's how you can help me. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, what are some of the things I can do? Because the, to a very good, good extent, the people around you probably know, you know, what, what you likely going to do that's likely going to work for you. Definitely. Yeah. And I, it might also be able to highlight certain things that you aren't aware of. Yes, yes. And then, then, then in the meeting, and then you want to touch the phone, <laughs> and then they give you the eye, and then you're like, right. Good. Active listening time. <laughs> Oh man, let's get into the other step. <laughs> hey, she's also tough like you. Yeah, she doesn't want to develop leadership teams. <laughs> Um, so, so the, the second one really is almost like, you know, how do you think about, um, developing leadership teams? Mm. And the, the key here is this idea of sort of now looking at your team. You have a team of four people in your procurement department or in the engineering department. And then you start to see them as leaders mm. that sort of this this is my leadership team not mm. so much as your you know your sales consultants yes. or your or you know your followers you are the great men leader <laughs> kind of you know leading this going you know setting the direction yeah um so the the first thing is kind of that shift in mindset mm. to say i'm wanna grow and and develop 
my leadership team. Yes. And that's, that, that, that's got a, a different feel to it. And also, you know, it's, it's important to have them understand their own strength, some of the liabilities that they bring, um, the weather they also bring because yes. everybody brings some, some form of weather to the team. Um, and then you develop what they call a, you know, a, a lead you as a, as a, as a leader of the team, you lead the development agenda. Oh, wow. Okay. Because most leaders are concerned about the outcomes. Yeah. We need to make the sales. Yes, yes. Bottom and line. Bottom line. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever it is the outcomes are. Mm. And, and then, you know, the development agenda is driven by, say, HR mm. or someone from, you know, um, ODD or, or there's, the, or there's some consultants that have been brought in. Yes. Um, and the, the idea here is that you take the reins and you lead that development agenda mm-hmm. for so your you team. take ownership of it. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, maybe highlighting one or two. I can't believe the clock is running so fast. Uh, the, the first, the second thing is you want to make sure that, um, you have the right people in the right roles. Mm-mm-mm. This one is hard. Um, because, you know, most people lead a team that they inherit. Yes. <laughs> right. So maybe I was part of this team and then all of a sudden I get a promotion with the raise for our producer and then now <laughs> there is like a team to be led. Um of course, right? Um and then um so you didn't sort of choose the team, yes. right? And some people are like, yeah, but I didn't choose this team, you know, um, I inherited the team. How do you make the most of it? Yes, yes. So there's a developmental agenda. And then the second piece is really still your responsibility to make sure that the team that you have, mm. because now this is your team, yes. is are the right people in the bus. Yes. And if they're not, you kind of find a path for them to go be the best people elsewhere or they grow and develop here. Mm-hmm. Right. And there is probably, you know, nothing worse that undermines a leader than when the team members can see that someone is slacking. Yes. We're all carrying that person's weight yes. and the leader is doing absolutely nothing. That's about demotivating. It. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the teams that do well mm-hmm. is when I'm like, you know, you're doing this work and Rulani, you know, Rulani is pushing and you know, this one is doing well and then it's going and it's going. Um, and that's that energy that high performance feed into, into, into each other. Yes. That's a, that's a brilliant, the makings of a brilliant organization. Excellent. Maybe one more to highlight is that you want to also make sure that the team has got alignment on what matters. Okay. <laughs> right. So, um, if you really want to build and, and kind of have these successful teams, and building leaders, you wanna, you be one of your big roles is to align, align what the work that's being done. Yes. Uh, very often you'll find someone is busy with a, you know, a pet project over there and then like someone thinks this is what the boss wants. <laughs> um, and before you know it, you're going nowhere and, you know, the outcomes will not be great. Yes, because no one knows what they actually do, doing or working on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. You want us to go to the third one? Yes. So okay. building leadership systems. Yeah. So, so this is now when you sort of, um, 
um, leading at an organization level mm-hmm. um, really is to create a developmental organization. It's the sort of like culture setting mm-hmm. um, agenda towards developmental. And and um, and you know what often happens, you find that you know the sort of the CEO, the the ultimate leader is just only largely concerned about the outcomes, mm-hmm. but the tone for the organization wide. Development and leadership growth needs to be set at that right level. Yes. Um, and you want to kind of hone in into some key metrics that, that will guide you to say that, okay, maybe we are closing the leadership gap at an organization wide, yes. um, level. And you then sort of build this develop leadership development programs, the mm. ones that work. Yes. If we had time, you know, we could highlight a few of these things, but maybe it might be worthwhile. Um, you know, one can reach out to us or maybe just get the book. But but um you know there's often these Oh, there's like a group of high pose, high potentials. Yeah. The, there's a development plan for them and someone has got a little development plan for them. Yeah. It's critical at that sort of executive role to have an overall kind of, here is our development program. Mm. Um, and here is what matters uh, for this organization. And here's where the gaps are, et cetera, et cetera. And that's like a very, very involved piece of work. And that also speaks to alignment, right? Yes, 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 yes. No. <laughs> so with these steps, are all of them happening in parallel or is it first the one, then the other? So preferably we do some internal work. Mm. Um, when you when you uh, don't sort of do the internal work um, and confront some of the feedback for yourself and also experience this this sort of growth yourself, mm. you are not likely going to sort of appreciate this at scale. Yes. Um, you know, when um, when when someone said, you know, uh, uh, you know, we speak about the fe- the favorite news resolution, right? Yeah. Um, and some people will be like, "You must do this intermittent uh, fasting." Right? Yes. <laughs> and and the people that that sell that best are those that have seen the results themselves. Yes. And then you know they're like ambassadors for this. Yes. Um, and I think in a similar fashion, you almost wanna kind of do the work and then you can be an ambassador and then you can set the agenda and then even allocating budget for that starts to make sense yes. uh, rather than to kind of say okay we're going to do a big one big you know leadership development programs for this for that layer and that layer yes. and you're just doing it because consultant said so or some <laughs> great book said so it will be great to kind of do that at the level of hey i've i've tested this i i I've, I think I know its impact on me. Yes. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. No, that is brilliant. So because of time, we'll just, we'll just touch on, on just one, just one, perhaps one area uh, worth considering, um, which are sort of these, um, these sort of three different core types of leaders. Okay. So this book, some books do kind of do, do like five, some do seven. Three this is one, a good number. <laughs> three is an excellent number. So this one, I think it does, it does the three. Yeah. And I thought maybe this is probably worth, um, 
worth really sort of considering. And what they talk about, they said, um, you know, in, in each organization and, and also with, with different leaders, you, you find that there are sort of heart centered leaders mm. or sort of these mind centered leaders. Yes. And thirdly is the will centered leaders. Yeah. And, and it's important also to kind of do that work to figure out where you're at, right? Yes. And the heart-centered sort of leadership approach is there's, there's people that are generally just naturally have these people strengths, mm. right? They just, they're great with people and that's like, you know, without even doing anything naturally, they just, they just connect with people and, and there's a, maybe a ton of assessments that also can confirm that. Yes. And then you find that, that leader who lives in that fashion from that place, that leader is what they kind of call sort of a heart-centered leader. Okay. And then there are some people who have just lead out of intellectual strength. Mm, that's the mind, yeah. Yeah, like anything else is boring. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just, just call me when you have to crack the code. Yes, they just want to solve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like this. Uh, <laughs> So, so, um, uh, yeah, don't do the people stuff. <laughs> let's just want to see the problem and give the solution. That's it. <laughs> yeah, let's just code. Let's just, let's just do the work. Um, um, and, um, and there's people who are, who are sort of naturally drawn, inclined that way. Mm. Uh, sort of this mind, um, centered leaders. And then you've got these wheel centered leaders. Mm. And these are just people who just, like, Love results, right? They just have this achievement drive, you know, tenacity and goal and, 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 and leadership is about nothing but getting the results, yes. right? Getting the job done. Um, and it's important that you sort of assess. Yes. And you kind of say, where am I? Mm. Um, am I sort of the wheel centered leader mm. or am I mind or am I heart centered leader? Mm. Because the weather you bring to the room. Yes. Uh, based on sort of where your inclination is, mm. it's going to be different. And sometimes because you're sort of a, let's say you're a, a, a results driven leader. Yes. There's a good chance that you might, you might just, Kind of see everything through the lens of results. Oof, that sounds very reactive. That is not, <laughs> that's not creative at all. That sounds like re- reactive leadership. Hey, no judging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you might see everything as a leader in, uh, from like a, just a people. Other people are happy. Mm. Other people, and, and, and some people are like, hey, we're singing kumbaya here. We're not getting anything <laughs> happening. What's going on? Yeah, the team is happy and it's like, but they're not ba- performing. But they're not performing, right? <laughs> and then you, you might be someone who's, um, uh, you know, who's just, you know, intellectually stimulated yes. and n- nothing else. The results matter, but not so much. The relationships matter, but not so much. But this is an interesting problem. <laughs> like, this is, this is like a, and, and it might be an inclination. Not mm. that those things don't matter. Just your natural inclination might be towards heart or mind or, or will. And, and maybe just bring it to a close. Uh, the authors speak about this idea that some of your strengths might 
cancel out the impact of your leadership, right? Yeah. So if you're a heart-centered um, leader, sometimes when things get tough, mm. you might resort to complying. Sure. Right. Yeah. And hey, when like when there's when there's like you know, hey, things are bad, and you didn't do this, yes. then you might be like, you know what, I'm just gonna comply because you wanna preserve peace. So you cancel out your strength. You cancel out your you you cancel out the the impact. So if if you're leading a team and you're leading a team from hey, I just wanna comply. The boss said this must be done and let's just get it done. Let's just get it done. Mm. You know, I don't agree with it. Blah blah. So your effectiveness as a leader, who's just kind of, I'm gonna stop thinking for myself. Yes. I'm just gonna comply. Mm. Your effectiveness goes down to reactive. Sure. Because someone that's complying is literally just reacting to like, okay, this is what they said, so I'm not going to apply my mind. How effective is that leadership, though? That's super reactive oh. and if and effective. With but same spirit that you kind of say the book authors have got this compassion. Mm. They're kind of saying, hey, it's coming from from your strength around. People and mm. preserving the peace. Mm. You might want to just comply. If if you see yourself with complying tendency, mm. there's a good chance that you might be a heart centered leader, and um, and you might fall back to the complying space. So mm. so just kind of um, watch that. And maybe to our listeners, I wonder if if this could be you. Do you kind of find yourself? You know, giving up almost throwing your hands up and say, okay, let's just comply mm. and, and stop engaging creatively, mm-hmm. um, to find the right solution to the problem. Yeah. I think it's advisable for all the learners to go, go out and take this test, you know, find out what type of leader you are. And more importantly, just read the report. <laughs> <laughs> You know? Focus on the feedback, <laughs> not just the input. <laughs> right. And then, um, and then those who are sort of will centered leaders mm. that, that think about results a lot. When things are tough, maybe deadlines are not met and like the environment is shifting, like we find ourselves in, they might find themselves getting into a controlling mode mm. right because they just want the results and like mm. you know i'm gonna like control everything to kind of get the results and the impact of that on the team and um, might be might be devastating mm. the results might sort of be achieved in the short term but you know we might end up there with like a broken team Sure. And with a broken team comes a broken organization. Broken organization. And therefore your strength around achieving mm. can't if if it's applied reactively mm. cancels out and you become a controlling person. It cancels out under stress and yes. under pressure. And you becoming a controlling person. And then the last one is um those that sort of lead with sort of the head centered, you know, they end up sort of they might just kind of get into sort of a protecting mode, you know, yes. sort of protect my, uh, my, my, my sphere of, of influence and like yes. nobody must kind of see the work here. Um, kind of just, um, and that's, that's also just a reactive. Yeah. Okay. So it's a case of let's work to being creative. Let's, let's, um, appreciate that you could be leading today. Um, either at a reactive level mm. that brings a weather in the room that might not be ideal for what 
you want to achieve. Yes. Or you could be at a creative level and maybe there, there's a couple of things you're doing well and it's a matter of how do we scale that yes. and kind of put all the systems and structures, et cetera, et cetera, and lead the development agenda for the rest of the team to grow, whether you're sort of scaling at a team level or at an mm-hmm. organization level, sort of just applying some of those frameworks. And then the, the third one, which is you could be at an integral level, mm. sort of like the, the Mandela level, if it were, yes. uh, or the Rulani level. <laughs> um, uh, and, uh, and you know, we want to cheer you on yes. and kind of say, hey, continue to, to lead at that level. And, and sort of the authors kind of almost bring the, the book to a close to say, they almost see, the future of leadership sort of moving to this space of of integral leadership where 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 we we move away from reactive leadership it just hurts families it creates just so much pain yeah. and suffering for people that are going to work with the aim to do their best work, feed their families, mm. get a raise, and have an impact <laughs> in the world. That first one hit deep. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is brilliant. So you want to scale leadership, scale your team and your organization, but it all begins with the I project. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's it from now for, for this week. Uh, we unpacked scaling leadership. So you can do it. You can scale leadership within yourself mm. and not allow the circumstances, the demands to outpace your, your, your leadership. You can yes. scale the self leadership, scale the, the leadership of the team and the organization. So until then, go out there. And super lead.